Bitty with a pod. I am pod. What? <laughs> We're just going to leave this in here and I'm just going to start that over. Welcome to Get Bitty With It. I'm your co-host, Holly Stark. And I'm your co-host, Mary Sortson. So we actually recorded our episode already. We had my beautiful friend and coach and healer, Allie Wilkins, on. And when we started the interview, we kind of did a um, like intro where we introduce ourselves, but then I realized after I did it, like, we're recording an intro. Why did I do that? But, you know, maybe I'll edit it out. Maybe I won't. We'll see. Raw footage, man. <laughs> You're going to get all the realness from me. So I think when we have these interviews, we'll obviously do, like, these intros and, and closeouts for you guys. Um, but I kind of want to just talk briefly before we get in um, talking about Allie and before we actually go into the interview. Mary, tell me what's going on in your life this week. So... I recently just quit Beachbody coaching. Yeah, it was something that I had been thinking about for a really long time. And it finally just like I had to let that go. And I had to let some toxic friendships go as well. And so I'm in a place where I'm trying to just figure out my fitness and my wellness journey and like my mental health. And that's kind of where I'm at this week. (laughs) How about you? Um, This week has been pretty good um so since we last recorded I had my 30th birthday I got engaged like super exciting stuff and actually I started a new job since we actually last recorded so I was in my second week um this past week of my new job and it's going really well and I just feel like so on top of of my fitness and um my health and I and I I'm going to get better even with my eating because this week I had like a few too many treats probably, but like, you know, balance. It was my birthday. (laughs) Honestly, though. Um, And then really quick, I have two other questions for you, Mary, before we actually kind of introduce Allie a little bit. We do it in the interview as well, but I just want to talk a little bit more about her before we go into the interview. Mm -hmm. So my first question is, what is one positive from your week this week? Put you on the spot, man. Yeah. Um, My positive actually isn't about me. It's about my fiance. So he just recently got blood clots just out of nowhere. And he's starting to feel a lot better. Like he's starting to like move. Um, He's still in pain, but he's starting to move more, which before he couldn't even walk. Like he was like literally crawling on the ground. So just like seeing that improvement in two weeks. Yeah, that's awesome. And it like gives me hope that like we'll continue progressing in that way. So that's my positive. What's your positive? You have so many positives, I feel like. I mean, obviously one is my engagement because I'm just so happy with you know obviously I knew I was gonna marry Brandon but like knowing it like having it happen but I would actually say my positive this week um was lately I've been setting running goals for myself of seven miles or whatever and this week I was like you know what I'm just gonna set six miles and just see where I get and I think I came at like six and a half miles but I also got my fastest mile time that I've had in a while um and I just am feeling so much, this is the first week I felt like where I just felt really strong in my running. Like I didn't always have great runs um, because my hip has been hurting, but like, I feel like I'm running longer without having to stop. That's amazing. I feel like I can just like see in your journey, like 
you're in such a good place, like, with everything. And I feel like everything just continued. Like, you getting your best mile time is, like, not surprising to me that it happened this week. Yeah. everything that's been happening. Yeah, for sure. So my last question before we go into a little bit about about Allie is what are three things you're grateful for right now? How would you go first? Okay. (laughs) I'll think about that. Yeah, so I'm grateful for the rainy weather today. Honestly, I needed, like, a chill rest day. So very grateful for that. I'm really grateful for my body in general. Um, You know, I have a mom who's disabled, so it's very close to home to see people who can't operate and function, I guess is the best term, um, and whose body doesn't work. And so very grateful I have a body that does work. Uh, My third one would be I'm grateful for the coffee that you brought me today. Always grateful for coffee. I'm still, like, trying to think of mine. I know that's, like, really sad because I have so much in my life to be grateful for, but I guess, like, there's been so many bad things that have happened and, like, have transpired between, like, me and my family and, like, my loved ones this week that it's, like, I'm grateful for, you know, having a healthy body. Like, John's going through that with the blood clots and stuff like that. Like, I'm very grateful that, like, nothing like that is happening to me. Like, I have my health. I, you know, I can move. I can help him. Um, I also have a job that a lot of people like can't say that right now yeah um and so like a lot of people are losing their jobs and like as much as like mine is like not my ideal job like where I want to be for the rest of my life like it's still something that gives me an income it's something that supports you now in the moment exactly um and then lastly Allie says it in hers but like for my eyesight like I (laughs) complained so much this week about buying contacts and, like, how expensive they are and, like, all this stuff. And it's, like, how fortunate am I to, A, like, be able to afford that stuff and, like, be, like, have the means and, like, be in a place where, like, I can get those things for myself. Like, people, like, can't see or they can't afford, like, to get contacts or things like that. Yeah. So just, like, that resonated with me so much because it's, like, you should really see the positives instead of just complaining about things all the time. For sure. For so, sure. I love that. Yeah. So um, I do a brief introduction, or like introduction of Allie, I should say, um, in the actual episode. But just to give you guys a little overview or more of an overview. So I've known Allie for, gosh, four or five years at least now. Um, I started with her, like I say, in the episode with life coaching, moved into business coaching with her. And I've been to a couple of her retreats. I went to her very first one and her last one until she took a break. So kind of funny how I was at her like first and last. Um, but she is just one of those people who just she shows up with such energy and no matter where she is like when I was coaching with her when I retreats on this podcast like she shows up with this energy that you need and it's like all of the healing work and that she has done and then the work that she's currently doing I feel like guide her to be that sort of like guide for whoever needs it at that time um but she is just such a like freaking gorgeous beautiful soul she's like such a soul sister for me every time I see her I just get so excited um and I just wish I could like squeeze her and hug her in real person in real person in real life (laughs) um because yeah I just I love her and she's someone that I like when we started talking about guests I knew I wanted on here because she has such a cool story um and and she's just grown so much as a person and in her business since I've met her and I haven't seen anyone that I know or follow like that I I should say follow like on Instagram but that I do like quote unquote know um who have 
grown and expanded like she has. And it's like, she just keeps getting better. And, and that's just so cool to see as someone who is not only like a previous client of hers, but a friend of hers. Yeah. And I want to say, like, I obviously did not know Allie prior to the interview, but she just vibrates at such a high frequency that it's like a ripple effect. So like, I wasn't like as alive when I got like started, but like after speaking to her, like it definitely like, if you're in a place, like I just said at the beginning of this, like I'm in a place where like, I'm still like, I'm trying to figure out how to grow and things like that. Like if you're listening to this right now and you're like in that position, this is going to resonate with you so much. Like it's going to be like, I'm already thinking about like the things that I'm going to change because of talking to her. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you guys for joining us this episode and we'll see you on the other side. Welcome to Get Fitty With It. I'm your co-host, Holly Stark. And I'm your co-host, Mary Sorensen. And today we have one of my favorite humans in the entire world, Allie Wilkins on. So I have known Allie for the past couple of years. Um, She started as my life coach. I did a year-long business coaching with her. I've been to a couple of her retreats. Honestly, just a magical, beautiful human who I adore and love. Um, So Allie, go ahead and tell us about yourself. (laughs) Hi, you guys. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, so I, I mean, like how to describe myself, it's an interesting question because I feel like there's been so many rebirths in the last few years, but essentially I feel like I'm here as a light leader to really shift how we live on the planet and how people, you know, create their life from what's really important to them and from their soul and based on energy. And so I do that in a lot of different ways. Um, but yeah, I'm just here right now to support people with their rebirth and really creating a life that's super meaningful to them and utilizes all of their gifts. I love that. And when you say rebirth, can you go into more detail of that and what you mean? Sure. I've experienced so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think a rebirth is really when you figure out that what you're doing isn't, isn't working anymore and it might be on many different levels. And it's kind of just like you're reinventing yourself um and sometimes i think that this is because you become interested in different things Mm -hmm. and you're like this you know the way that i'm living isn't how i want to be living and then other times it's almost like the universe kind of creates it for you (laughs) and it's just like the things that don't serve you anymore are removed from your life or you choose to leave um, them in your life and you create this new version of yourself that can be really really fun it's like almost like your alter ego yeah, sure. Are you going to say something? No, I just love that. Okay. <laughs> I, I guess I feel like off of that, like, I know we have some other questions, but just because we're talking about like rebirth, like, when do you feel like you know that like something's not serving you or like, is it something that like it takes you a while to get to that point? Or do you feel like it's like a instant, like, you know? Yeah, I think it's different for everything. For me, at least sometimes it's like you get little for well I'm like I don't want to bring this one up because then I have to acknowledge it (laughs) for example I've had this idea for a while like okay coffee isn't serving me anymore but I'm like but I'm not willing to give it up quite yet but there but like real talk there's other things so I think sometimes it's something that introduces itself to you many different times and you have to warm up to the idea of letting it go and then other times it's just this big smack in the face it's like this isn't working for me for me anymore am I going to stay in this or am I not? And it can be like tiny little things like coffee, 
or something big like a relationship, you know? Um, and I think it's just about being aware of it and being honest with yourself too. For sure. And so since I've known you, you kind of started like, even us, we started life coaching and then you've kind of went into more business side and that's when I continue to stay with you. And now you're in this like whole new vortex, <laughs> like energetic healer, Akashic reader. Can you tell us about like those stages that you went through and how you kind of knew it was time to move into that next phase for you? Yeah, I think that um, as we figure out what we want to do, naturally, part of it for me, I feel like I've had so many rebirths, like we were saying before, um, I got guidance that so sort of leaded me in a certain direction um, from mentors, but also from like the universe. And so I always just leaned into what felt natural for me next. And so like when I started out life coaching, it was like, that was the very beginning of the journey because what I do now, there's so many aspects of coaching still in that. It's just sure. that I've removed more of the ego, I think from it of like, I know how to, you should live your life. <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, it's always just been like, what's exciting for me now. And when each of those phases kind of ended, it was like, okay, now the business stuff is exciting me more because I can, um, support people and creating more money so they can really be living the way they want or you know spending their days doing the business that they want and then now shifting into the energy healing it's like actually none of that is really important it's about how you feel on a daily basis and it's about how you're managing your energy no matter what you're doing so anyways to answer your question it's just kind of like what's the highest excitement for me now and where what am i curious about now and i feel like we're always really led on this path you know like we're really guided and the little breadcrumbs will appear for and it's sure. just like, are you going to stick? It's just like the other question, you know, letting go. Are you going to like stick with what you're doing? Like, no, this is what I created for myself and I'm afraid to leave, which a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. um, or can you just like go with the flow and roll with, you know, the guidance that's coming to you? For sure. And I know, so like just from the people we know, I mean, I'm very into the woo woo and spiritual, but <laughs> yeah. I know some of Mary's following is more into like the physical, you know, mental wellness. So I yeah. know I mentioned you doing Akashic healing and Akashic readings. Can you just mm -hmm. tell us a little bit more about that? So if someone heard me say that, they're not like, like me what sitting is here this? being like, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Most people don't. So it's basically just a form of energy healing. Um, the Akashic records are basically, it's, it, you can imagine this as a big library and it's a library that's been around for all of time. And so each soul has its own book in this library. So when you go look, when you check your book out, so if I'm checking out my own book, it's going to have all the lifetimes that I've lived, not like Allie Wilkins. It's going to be like, you know, Jebediah, <laughs> whatever, like, You're um, it'll, Jebediah. <laughs> it'll host like all of my past lives. So there's guardians though of these books. I can't just go in and be like, let me read all of my life history or all of my soul's history. There's guardians because it would be really ineffective for us to do that. And we'd get stuck in all of these old lifetimes that, we don't need to know about. Mm -hmm. um, so these, basically when you find a channeler like me um, or anyone who can read the records, the guardians give you what information is necessary for you at that time that will support you. So they don't give you too much. They don't give you too little. Sometimes you think you're like, that's not the way I wanted the guidance. I wanted like <laughs> more specificity. Um, so just as an example, like something that might come through is if someone asks like, when, is, when am I gonna meet my soulmate? 
they're not going to give you a date because that's like you <laughs> want the date. They're probably not going to give that to you. They might say like when you fully love yourself or when you've, when you learn self-respect or like something of that nature. And they'll give you, they give a lot of guidance, but it's not always in the exact precise way you want, but it's what we need. So for me, it's been a really amazing tool just to get guidance. I use it on a daily basis. Um, but when you get the readings from other people, it comes, it's like, they see it in a different way. The guidance comes in differently. So it's just, anyways, it's been very beneficial for me. Do you feel like, like coming from, like Holly said, like, I don't have that background and stuff like that. Do you have people like me, like coming to you to have those things like read or like to have their energies read? Or do you find it's more people in that space? It's a little of both. Usually like someone who's kind of woo woo told their friend about it. And then they're like, this just, <laughs> the guides will tell you when you're supposed to have a reading. So you'll get, you'll like, it's those breadcrumbs they'll be given to you. So no one really comes, like, if you don't know what the records are, no one's really going to come to me. But mm -hmm. if your friend told you, oh, you have to get this reading. I've had some people come through like that. They're like, I don't really know what I'm getting into. But my friend said like, you know, that this was really supportive. So I've had a little of both. Okay. That makes sense. So it's like, you just trust your guidance of when, like, if you like anything for me, it's like, if I feel called to something, I'm going to trust that. For sure. And in terms of mindset, because I know we've done a lot of mindset work together. Um, how do you feel mindset plays a role, whether throughout your evolutions of your business or just in your current life and like the mental health piece of it? Just to everything, like your mindset is everything, you know, um, like, where do I even go with this question? Because it's I, know, like, I feel like I beat this horse so dead, like on my Instagram, but sometimes it's like people still don't get it. They're like, okay, but whatever, I have anxiety or depression. I'm like, yeah, so do I, but it's how you look at that anxiety. Like, you know, things like that. And I just feel like sometimes people have to hear it from like 17 people before it's like, yeah. oh, that's what they mean. For sure, yeah. yeah. I think that the biggest thing with mindset is just choosing your perspective. Um, I think you've heard me tell this story before, Holly, but I call this my palm tree story. And I, I wrote about this in my book too. And one day I was sitting, I was like really depressed, really miserable with my life. I was like 24, had a job that everyone was like proud of me for. Um, but I hated it. And I was miserable going to work every day. And I was living in Orlando at the time. And I stopped at this, um, I was at a stoplight and the stoplight would take forever if you hit the red light like it would seem like it would take 30 minutes for the next green light to come. And so one day I was sitting at the stoplight, just like, oh, this person in front of me didn't go. Now I'm going to be late. Now I'm like, you know, going into the whole like spiral of negative thoughts. And then it was like something just lifted my chin up. And <clears throat> I noticed this row of palm trees behind the streetlights that I had never seen before. And I was like, wow, I've been like literally not seeing these palm trees. <clears throat> because I've been so focused on like being angry that this is a red light. And so I think the first thing to tune into is like, where am I choosing to look at the negative over the positive? Mm -hmm. And it's a process like, but that's where it started for me. Like, where am I choosing, <clears throat> excuse me, where am I choosing to look at the negative side of things instead of seeing the beauty in something? Um, yeah, just really starting with perspective and then like, how do I want to see things? Because it's not fun to live a life where you're just like looking at the negative all the time. You're not happy in that space. So it's like, why am I choosing this? I could feel happier. 
Yeah. Also, love that your throat chakra is just opening up for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, before, if you have a question, I just have to ask you this because you said something and I completely forgot and like didn't prep any questions in my mind or anything. Your book, can you share yeah. about it? Because I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. So this feels like since I was little, I've known that I wanted to write and be an author. And I mean, like, I would play, like, library with my friends and, like, rent out my books and things. Like, yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're late, you owe me money. <laughs> um, so I've been wanting to write a book forever. And I feel like, so this book is all about abundance. Um, it's going to be coming out in about a month. And it's, this is actually another example of kind of a rebirth. Like, it started out as I just wanted to write about how you could attract money to you. Um, and then like the universe had this whole other plan and it's like, this is going to be an energy healing book so that people can clear their energy out so they can attract abundance from that space. So it's really interesting. It goes through all the chakra system. So we start with the root and like physical, physically, how do we clear out? Like, um, how do we clear out blockages around money? And then I move up the chakra system up to the crown. So then it's all the super woo woo stuff of like, how do we attract abundance in all of the different forms? But it's definitely been like my baby and I'm it's it's been a process of like years of studying and implementing and embodying and now I'm like okay it's ready and it's like I'm at like the nine and a half month mark where it's like you have to get out now (laughs) (laughs) the time is up (laughs) that's too funny (laughs) are you going to be hosting it like through like Amazon or have you figured out those details yet just so people in a month like me can know where to get it (laughs) yes it's gonna be on amazon awesome cool and i might have an oracle deck too i'm still deciding that matches up with it that would be i'm like that would be so dreamy (laughs) i would i pull um oracle cards well every week on my instagram but i also do a personal reading for mary every week um and so then i could pull her some custom alley cards (laughs) yeah that would be so about that. Holly's just like getting me into this world and it's amazing. Once you get in it's it's like oh this is what life is. (laughs) For sure. Um, And kind of building off that so you're a very spiritual goddessy woman. Um, So how did you start getting into all this stuff? Well um, I feel like the seeds were planted when I was really little because my mom always had me doing yoga from a young age so I was like meditating and stuff as a child, but I didn't pay any attention to it. You know, like I, I have this memory of me, like I would go to yoga with my mom all the time. And I remember I'd be like, can we go get Chick-fil-A now? And like, <laughs> <laughs> like it, I didn't, the spiritual aspect didn't click in. I just liked how it made me feel. Um, but it wasn't really until I was like 24 and I was at that job that I hated and was just like, what is my life? Like, I can't live life this way. Like how do adults live this way for like 50 years until they retire? Like, bye, (laughs) I can't do this. (laughs) And so I started being, getting these breadcrumbs to go to Bali. And so I ended up quitting my job, um, went to Bali, paid for the whole thing on a credit card. And when I was there, it was just like, I remembered, I remembered so much and I just really felt at home. Um, And from that point, like trusting my gut was really, I think the first piece that led me into this whole spiritual world. Then when I came back from Bali, there were just like, you know, books were falling off of shelves and I was seeing like chakra healing things on the side of the road, like on billboards, like, oh, oh, I need to go here. And like literally just signs of like, like breadcrumbs of all of the next 
things for me to do. Um, so I didn't really look for it, you know, like once I opened up to that world, I just trusted like what I need will find me because it always has. Sure. And then it all kind of just expanded from there. And it, I feel like it started with crystals and with, you know, like meditation and mantras and that type of thing. And now it's like way, <laughs> way That's more. how I started too. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I laughed so hard. I just blew our questions away. <laughs> you have anything? No. <laughs> I'm just taking it all in. Like, this is all, like, still so new to me, so. Yeah, and I think the cool part is, like, for me, the ultimate lesson has been, like, we're so supported in so many ways, and we have so many tools that can help us, and beforehand, I felt like I was totally alone. Even, like, oracle cards, like, oracle cards can seem so silly or, like, it's just a card deck, but when you get cards that are, like, mm, this is exactly what I'm going through. This is exactly what I needed to hear, like we have so much support, even like I'm holding a crystal right now as I'm talking to you guys. Um, there's so much support available for us. And like, we always have spirit guides and angels and, you know, our, I call it our cosmic support team. That's like literally around us all the time guiding us. And it's just, for me, the whole journey has really been like, we're not alone. We're total, we're guided and we're led through life. For sure. And I think it's part of, it's just like finding the tools that work for you too. Like, yeah, you know, cards might not work for everyone crystals might not work for everyone. So it's like playing with those tools and knowing that they aren't going to do the work for you, mm -hmm. but they're going to help you once you find the right tools, which I think is something a lot of people miss kind of when they're getting into this world. Like I know even when I first started, I was like, I need all the crystals because that's what's going to make me like perfect. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> well, that's what like, I mean, like I said, Holly's been getting me more and more into this world. And like when I first met you, it was like crystals, like, cause we had like Melina and she was interested in that and her sisters and stuff like that. And I like never really like got into that portion of it, but you doing like the card pulls for me have been like life changing. Like she's been, did you start them at the beginning of quarantine? Mm -hmm. And it's just been like guiding my life in like such a way. And like you said, like when that card is pulled and it fits so well with like what's going on in your life, it's like, you're like, oh wow. Like there, like you said, there's someone on my side. Like there's someone who gets it, who's guiding me and like, that has like been life-changing for me. Mm -hmm. And so Allie, I know you've been moving around a lot. Um, so you might not have a full routine, but what does your morning routine look like? Yeah. So it changes like throughout, it, it really changes. I allow it to be fluid, but for the most part, what I do when I first wake up, ideally I would like stick my feet in grass if it's available to me <laughs> just for grounding. But um, mm -hmm. usually first I'll, write down what my dreams were that night. I've really been getting into like dream journaling and just so I can track what my dreams are because our dreams tell us so much. Mm -hmm. um, and then I will write down anything that's on my mind. I journal a lot. So usually in the morning, there's not that much. But if there's something I want to write down so I'm not thinking about it throughout the day or like, wow, I woke up and just feel like really, you know, sad today or I feel really have a lot of energy today, like whatever it is, I'll just write it down. Um, then I usually like, I like to do different like month long or two month long. Um, what do I want to call them? Like rituals, I guess. So I do, I have my own, I call it the sacred uh, abundance ritual. I think you might've done this Holly, um, but I do chanting. And so I have my mala necklace that has a hundred beads on it. And so I chant to Lakshmi and Ganesh who Lakshmi is a goddess of abundance. So it's basically like you're calling in abundance first thing in the morning. 
Um, and I do my own abundance practice. So I have different affirmations, just like this is a way to reprogram your brain, like with, with your mindset, as we were talking about before. So in the morning, the very first thing I'm doing is chanting and then writing down these different affirmations. Like, um, I mean, this one's so basic, but like, I'm a magnet to money or like, I am in charge of my financial reality or, um, I attract miracles on a daily basis, things that are going to reprogram my thinking. Whereas, especially like if you wake up in a bad mood or something one day and you're just like, the world is against me. (laughs) (laughs) Everything sucks. (laughs) If you go into a practice where you're like, actually I'm abundant and I'm supported, it just changes the whole realm of your day. So I also will try to meditate. Um, but I also just let it be fluid. And like, sometimes I'm just like, I just want to pull cards this morning, but for me, what's most important is starting in stillness, not rushing. I used to rush so much, especially when I had a regular job and I didn't have as much time in the morning. It would be so easy for me to continue pressing snooze until the last possible second. And then I'm just like chugging my coffee, you know, and it's like everything's so fast. It creates anxiety. Mm -hmm. At least for me, it did. And now I'm like, I now working for myself for a few years and having more of that time, it's like, if I have to do things fast, it affects me so much that I'm just like, wow. <laughs> but anyway, so being slow and intentional is for me what's really important. I love that. I'm like definitely taking that tip. What you described is like me every morning. It's just like rushing, like chugging my coffee, like not having the time. And we were talking before we started just like how I need a morning routine. So it's nice to like hear that. Cause it's true. Like I'm so anxious by the point that I'm like at work. Yeah. And something too, that just came in. So maybe this is for you, but also for someone who's listening that it might support um, something you can do if you don't have a lot of time is just put your timer on for five minutes and just like sit there and don't do anything. You don't have to focus on meditating. Um, just observe. Like, like just sit there and like, look at your doorknob and look at your mirror and look at your coffee pot and just notice what comes through. And it's like prepping your body for stillness throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Um, and it doesn't take a whole lot of time. So it's like with the amount of time that you have, how can you create more stillness or even on your drive? I don't know if you're driving into work or if like you get to work from home, but if you still are driving, how can you drive into work and not maybe not listen to anything like creating more silence in your day? So it's not like constant simulation. For sure. I yeah. That. I feel like, because obviously the, we, we were talking before we started, me and Mary were working at the same company. Obviously I recently left. And yeah. when I worked there, I started an hour earlier. So I was like rushing more so in the morning. And now that I started an hour later, I'm gotten into that slower morning. So I wake up at the same time, which is like five fifty usually. And so I wake up, but now I'll lay in bed and I'll meditate and then I'll journal and then I'll get up and have some coffee and then I'll go work out. And like just in the past two weeks, since I started this slower and kind of just flowing practice in the morning, like I feel like my energy has shifted like quantum leaps. Like I feel so ready for the day. I don't go into the day feeling anxiety, which the last company every day I was like throwing up. I was so anxious by the time I actually started work. So I can definitely like I love that that's I like I've just I've noticed that in two weeks and so I love that that's how you kind of start your morning too, just like flowing with what feels good and I feel like that's going to help so many people listening too because I until you like hear it out loud it sounds so stupid to like not realize like that's causing your energy to like be like low or like be anxious or but it's like I think people even hearing that like to change your morning routine and like start that way is so beneficial 
yeah because it's also this this whole idea of being busy has been so glorified Mm -hmm. and it's like being busy actually just means that you're not creating much time for yourself and all of us have busy moments and busy seasons of life but it's like how can we remove things that really aren't helpful for us and create more time for ourselves because the slowness is where the ideas come in that's why so many people get ideas in the shower because it's the only time that you're not doing anything. <laughs> it's so, true. so For sure. And so I know we talked about this just a little bit ago and you kind of brought it into this last question, but what are like your favorite one to three like spiritual tools that you use, whether it's on a day-to-day, weekly, whatever it might be? Yeah. And like, there's so many, that question's so hard, but I know <laughs> crystals, number one, crystals are really important for me. Like just as we're talking. So every morning, another part of actually my morning routine is picking out what crystals I'm going to wear. So I don't wear regular jewelry anymore. It's all crystals. <laughs> so I'll go and look at my bracelets. Like right now I've been wearing um, tiger's eye because I've been feeling, having a hard time being grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with my work in the records, like I really need to stay grounded and then pink road night for emotional balancing with all of the like shadow work that a lot of us are doing. And, um, you know, just this year in general. So anyways, I'll go and I'll pick like, okay, what's my intention for the day? What do I feel like I need support with? Um, I also, I'm the necklace I'm wearing is Moldavite to help open the heart and like calm your nerves and stuff. So I'll go in and check in with myself. What's my intention? What do I need support with? And what crystal will help me? But I also sleep with crystals. I keep them in my pillow. I, I like hold them all the time. I have them in my pockets. Like <laughs> I use crystals just for healing and that's been such a helpful support. And people think sometimes that crystals are just like pretty, but it's like, no, they all have their own energy Mm -hmm. and vibration and they really do support you. Um, That's number one. Next, I really do love Oracle cards. Um, You've experienced Holly, like at my retreats. Well, the first thing that we do as an opening ceremony is we pull Oracle cards and it's wild because the cards first will usually go around and set intentions of what we want to create in our retreat weekend. And then we'll pull cards and each card usually is like dead on for what the person said they wanted support with. And that also happens. I feel like because all the people at my retreats are always really like super dope, spiritual, like high vibrational people um, that helps to create that. Like sometimes I'll pull a card and it's like, this is not right. <laughs> that was, well, that's what happened at the last one. I remember we, I had picked a deck and it was like, okay. And then you're like, no, Holly, that wasn't, that's not the card. That's not the deck for you. And so we went back and then I remember picking a second oh, one yeah. and I was like crying. Cause I was like, yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oracle cards are awesome. And it's like really trusting the ones you're drawn to. Um, so that would be the second one. I'm like, what's my third one? probably just recently journaling has been so big for me because I think that feeling our feelings is really, really important. And it's something that a lot of us shy away from. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of us too, just as women, like we've been told, you know, we're too emotional or we're too like grow up or don't like be even like, you know, be a big girl or whatever we might've been told as children. Right. And so really letting yourself go there in a journal where you're not like verbal vomiting on someone and putting your energy on them, but you can actually get it all out. Mm -hmm. That's been like so helpful for me. For sure. For sure. Um, And I know we, so we talked about a little bit about the retreats. So when you go into retreats and I know you were, you kind of are on a break 
of retreats right now, yeah. but when you were going into them previously, how would you set yourself up to hold? Because usually there was this last one, you know, there was some least amount of people, but yeah. there's still what, four or five of us. So how do you mm -hmm. set yourself up to hold that much energy? Cause you're there as like our guider, I guess you could say, um, for us to do the work and do the healing and everything like that, which is a lot of energy to take on. Like I do one Reiki healing and I can feel that energy from that one person. So can yeah. you tell us a little bit more about that and how you like prep yourself for retreats and everything like that? Yeah. Well, I've learned a lot after hosting so many of them in the beginning. I wasn't, well, I don't want to say that I've learned a lot. I'll, I'll leave it there. Um, but first of all, I'm really intentional on who comes to the retreats because everyone's energy is different. And it's like with anything in life, really trusting your gut on people because your gut always tells you, you know, sometimes we have this intuition that's like, <clears throat> I don't know about this person. I don't have any tangible reason, but like something tells me it's not the right fit. Mm -hmm. And it's never anything against that other person. It's just that, you know, the vibration might not be a match. So A, I'm very intentional on who comes. Um, but I also just really take such great care of myself beforehand. Like usually I'll give myself a few days where I'm totally by myself. I bring all of the crystals. So I, <laughs> but also before, um, before retreats, like usually I'll have a massage for like three, like two days in a row before the retreats, or at least one day before and one day after. Um, and I really just lean into like, what, what do I need to support me? And that has changed like each different retreat. It's actually changed a little bit. So it's not always the same, but really taking great care of myself in terms of food as well, what I'm eating, like not, I usually don't drink like ever, but not indulging in substances, not having very much sugar, um, really being intentional with everything I eat and also getting enough sleep too, because that's a big sleep is so important. Yeah, for sure. And just as like a little brag about you. Um, <laughs> so when you do open your retreats up whenever they are in the future, honestly, your retreats, I've, I've been to only one other person's retreats, which hers was great too. Don't get me wrong. But like the effort and time that you put into it, like our swag bags are full of like the coolest stuff. Like you you always have all these cards, you have a crystal grid. Um, and so the first retreat I went to, you had your best friend, Ashley doing the cooking for us. And this time you did the cooking. And honestly, I loved Ashley, but this past one with you doing the cooking, I felt brought all of us to the kitchen then like, you know, yeah. during the mornings and at night and stuff like that, which just created more community. So like, just thank you for that. Cause both retreats have been such a, like a shifting experience for me that it's like, I come home and I am a new version of myself, like just within that three or four days or whatever. And so honestly, if you open retreats back up, everyone just needs to put their application in. <laughs> so that's just my little brag. <laughs> I definitely will. Retreats are actually one of my favorite things that I, that I do because the details are so important to me. And like supporting people in that way is absolutely one of my favorite things I do. It's just like, when are things going to open back up again? Yeah. You know? And then um, also because I do put so much into it, it's like the cost of everything is so high that I really don't even get paid for the retreats. And I'm like, I put like 700 hours of work into this. <laughs> yeah. So figuring, yep. just being transparent to figuring out a way that I can be paid for that in a better way. Um, but it's, this is also an example of like listening to your gut because I remember almost every mentor I had was like, you can't do retreats that way. You're spending too much money on them. You're not getting paid enough for them. And I was like, I don't care. I'm not willing to 
if there's a retreat by Ali, it's going to be an extraordinary experience and I'm not willing to put my name on anything else. Yeah. And yeah. So like always listen to your gut on things, listeners. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, so I know we kind of talked about this before we started, but what's in 2021 for Allie? <laughs> I've been playing so much this year. Like, so if you guys listening have, don't know me already, there's been so much, um, removed from my life this year, from my eight year relationship, my engagement to the business that I had before in January, I was like, I'm going to do everything totally different. And then quarantine happened. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> my plans and my relationship ended. So it was like, everything kind of shifted, um, leaving my, leaving my house and leaving my, you know, the places that I've lived. So, so much has changed this year for me has really been about being okay with uncertainty and also like massively um, working with removing control and understanding like we don't have any certainty ever, but a lot of us have the illusion that we do mm -hmm. because of a job or because, you know, of a relationship or whatever. And it's like, Oh, who am I when everything is removed? Yeah. <laughs> so I've been just sitting in so much of like being comfortable with uncertainty and uncertainty is not the word. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, just not knowing what the future holds. And mm -hmm. that's really what I've been sitting in is like, that's where all the magic lies because anything can happen. And it's really trained. It's like the ultimate mindset test of like, are you going to go into the fear or are you going to go into the excitement? Yeah. And so I've been learning like, you know, all of like all of that. Um, but next year, what I really see is like, without knowing anything is, I really see myself stepping more into the role of an author, but also energy healing. Like I've been doing in a bigger way and just really removing more of whatever doesn't serve me and really becoming my true authentic self, which I feel like I am, but it's like, you know, that metaphor where it's a statue and the person's like cutting the stone away and it's just mm -hmm. like, you continuously become more of yourself. Yeah. So that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, you mentioned it kind of in this question and when we we're talking about your crystal jewelry you kind of mentioned the shadow so this year for a lot of people with quarantine and and things shutting down it's been a year to kind of like face your shadow because we've all been in our houses so much and mm -hmm. like yes i live with you know my fiance or you know mary lives with her fiance but it's like we're with that person 24 7 so we also have to like have our own time mm -hmm. so with only two and a half months at this point of the year being left how do you think are, or maybe let me rephrase that. What are some of your best practices to kind of start tapping into that shadow self so people can actually start releasing so they can go into 2021 where, you know, you can't predict what's going to happen with COVID, but hopefully things are quote unquote, a little bit more back to normal in terms of just our everyday lives. Yeah. I think the first thing is just being aware setting the intention of like, okay, I want to improve myself. I want to be the best person I can be. Um, and then once you say like, I want to be aware or like God, spirit, universe, whoever you talk to, like support me in my growth, <laughs> beware because <laughs> the, it will be shown to you. Mm -hmm. So first is being aware and like, okay, what are the things that are continuously coming up as lessons? And how do I, like, do I want to be this way? And for me, it's just like, I, I don't feel like I have to try. It just appears. And it's like, okay, this is something for me to look at. Um, and how do I want to look at it? And so journaling is really big for me, but when you're in a relationship, so if you're living with someone else, 
you can also like ask for feedback from that person. Like, how do you see me showing up in a way that you feel like isn't in my highest? Sure. And, you know, also if you ask multiple people that same question and they all answer in the same way, that tells you something. If one person says something random and it doesn't really resonate, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But if usually if someone says something to you and it like, you're like, no, yeah yeah so that's another way as well but yeah just being like really honest with yourself about how do I want to improve and what ways do I not feel like I'm being my highest self right now and even working with your highest self too in meditations or thinking about what's the highest like the most amazing version of myself what is he or she like and how am I not matching up not in a judgmental way but in a way of like okay, what can I continue to improve on? Sure, sure. Um, and so shifting from that, I've seen you, as we talked about, obviously go through stages of your business and stages of your life. But I've also seen as you go through these stages, like the abundance and stuff that you brought in, like you were working for a very quote unquote cool company, like when you were yeah. still in corporate, like what people would think is really cool. And like, I didn't know you then obviously, but from the expansiveness I've seen you into throughout the past whatever how many years what advice do you give to someone who is that baby Allie starting her life coaching business what advice do you give to that person who's like I know I want a business whether it's coaching healing whatever it might be but I just I don't really know I'm scared whatever their kind of concern excuse might be yeah baby Allie I love that (laughs) (laughs) um follow the breadcrumbs and really be brave and be courageous but also really like get the get the support that you need and not in a way that you have to spend thousands of dollars on a coach like whatever feels right for you but even if it's podcasts like this surrounding Mm -hmm. yourself with people who aren't following the status quo that want to live their life in a way that's you know aligned with how you want to live your life and your values because you have to get yourself surrounded with that type of thinking in order for you to really gain the courage to live that type of life so that's probably what I would say, but really just following the breadcrumbs because you'll be led. If you don't listen to the breadcrumbs, it's kind of like you'll go down a different path. So listen to the breadcrumbs, but in a way that feels good and safe and secure for you while still stretching yourself at the same time. For sure. For sure. I love that. And what are three things in your life you're currently grateful for? Mm, I'm grateful for all of my crystals. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it seems silly, but like really ungrateful because they give me a lot of support. Um, I'm also, I've really been tuning into like, I'm really grateful for my eyesight because I've just been like, that's like the most, that's something, how much would I pay for my eyesight? Like, wow, you know, what a gift because some people don't have that. Um, And I'm also just really grateful, I think, for my faith, my level of faith, because like the place that I'm in in my life right now is very much starting over in so many realms. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I could easily choose the route of like, poor me, victimhood, like, why is this happening to me? Ah, like, but I have so much faith that it's like, this is happening for me. This is actually leading me to something even better than what I had before. So I'm really grateful for that because without that mindset, it's like your life can go down the spiral very quickly. For sure. Yeah. Um, and so obviously our podcast is called get fitty with it. Um, so we focus on health and wellness and we kind of like to take that in the most, um, 
expansive way possible. It's not just physical fitness. So what do you, like, what does health and wellness mean for you? Whether it's on the physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, whatever it might be, just how do you take, where's your health and wellness today? I think that it, for me, it's really like taking care of myself in whatever way feels appropriate at the time. So taking care of myself mentally, I think for me has actually been the most important mentally and spiritually, because I feel like that trickles down. Mm -hmm. If you really care about yourself and love yourself, you're going to feed yourself in the right ways you're going to. But also like if you have something that doesn't feel healthy in quotes, you're not going to berate yourself about it either. You know, like there were times earlier in my life where I probably ate a lot healthier, but mentally I wasn't nice to myself. So I wasn't healthy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like looking at, for me, health and wellness is really like feeling in love with my life and doing whatever it, it takes to get to that space. And it's not so much about, for me, it's not so much about physically, like what I look like, but it's how I feel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the feeling part goes along with your mental, emotional, spiritual, physical health. Like you can yeah. feel, yeah, for me, it's all about how I'm feeling and making sure that I'm always feeling my best. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely agree to that. Cause it's like, when I was in a very bad mental health place, I was like, you know, working out and stuff, but I wasn't seeing any. And like, now that I'm in such a good mental health place, like it was probably like a month or two into quarantine. I really started like re-examining my mental health. And then, you know, my working out, like my workouts and my eating started changing. And like, I started seeing change in my body then, but it was like, I had so much mental and emotional blockage and spiritual too. Cause I wasn't really working on my practices. And it's like, once I could actually work on that, then it's like the universe is like, okay, now you're ready to actually shift your physical body. So yeah, yeah it's I just crazy. Like so true. Yeah. What's uh-huh. been so interesting for me too, is like noticing how the mental, I started noticing this this year, actually noticing how my mental thoughts really affected what my body actually looked like, or maybe just how I was seeing my body. Yeah. Because if you're working out, like with the intention of I remember years ago, I would only work out. So I would be like skinny. That was the only reason it wasn't to take, like maybe I, a little bit, it was to take care of myself, but it was like, I would just want to look cute when I wear this dress Mm -hmm. or I don't want to feel fat when I wear this dress, whatever the reason was. But it's like, when you change your, when I change my mental stance to like, I am like so beautiful and I'm like, so my, my body is like beautiful. Thank you for taking care of me so much. And you shift the mental talk of like all of the, you know, fat shaming yourself or in whatever way it looks like for you, it, I noticed my body started to change. It's like your body is listening. So even yeah. if you're working out and eating like a crumb per day, <laughs> you're, but you're saying you're fat, your body is going to listen to that and like keep mm-hmm. fat on you mm-hmm. or in whatever way you think you like, it's going to listen. So the mental piece of that for me too, has been really important. Yeah. It's like, so like like that's like my life right now like and my new word is now rebirth since I just learned that today (laughs) like that's like what I'm going through because I was working for like a pretty toxic company and like ever since I like let that go and I'm like starting into like I don't know like trying to find like the mental stability and like caring more about that than like kind of what you said like being skinny was like my aim when I was doing that and now it's like I'm really trying to find like a balance of like wellness and feeling comfortable with myself. And during that time, it's like, I was working out seven days a week and still call it like, I go to my fiance every day and be like, do I look fat? Don't I look fat? And it's like, well, that's why, like, like what you just said is so spot on of like, 
like, yeah, I'm going to look fat because like, I'm not there like mentally, like I'm not taking care of my mental health. So you're going to like, your body's not going to react to you that way. Mm -hmm. It's like law of attraction. Yeah. You know, whatever we're saying about ourselves is going to be attracted to us. Mm -hmm. The energy I just felt from you, man. Like it just hit me in the <laughs> I heart. I feel like I was like I'm about to start crying. Like you like have honestly like on this just like us talking about this, like so many things that you've said have resonated so much like in my life right now that it's like yeah, like, I placed Allie here for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I need to, to hear like so much of this today. I'm always here for it. <laughs> so like, but, like I think that that's awesome to like bring in so many different people like onto our podcast. Because there could be someone sitting at home right now, like hearing these things too and being like, oh my gosh, like I resonate with that so much. In the spot that you're in and and have that same like, oh my God, that's me. Mm -hmm. For sure. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you Um, for saying that. (laughs) So lastly, can you just give us some advice on, you know, following the breadcrumbs, being your highest self, your healthiest, wealthiest, you're like such a goddess about, you know, abundance and <laughs> stuff like that. Um, so whatever information you want to like give our listeners, just like how to sort of activate your life to that. And I know we've kind of went into pieces already, but kind of like that final, like little final piece. <laughs> yeah. What, what feels like it's important to share. There's so many things I could say, but what feels present is like when you really think about abundance and this is what my book is about when you really think about abundance it has nothing to do with money it attracts money to you but -hmm. abundance is really being in love with your life and so if you're there's so many elements of how you can help help yourself to start loving your life through the mental and through um your emotional well-being but really getting honest with yourself about how do I want to live my life what do I want my experience to be and not looking to the people around you to show you what that's supposed to be because it's so limiting. It's like, you know, if there's a bird flying in the sky and it's only looking at this one building of like what we've seen people do around us, but there's a whole slew of buildings around it. So being really open and honest with yourself about how you desire to live life and not think that you're dreaming too big, Mm -hmm. um, really go there. Like, what is the wildest thing that I could create? what is the wildest, like, what's my wildest daydream? And believing that those daydreams that you have and that the ideas you have aren't random, they're not coincidences. Not everyone, like working with so many different people I've really seen, everyone's dreams are so different. So the dream that you have, it's like on purpose and don't think that it's too out there because if it was, you wouldn't have that daydream. Exactly. And then be really like, loving and patient with yourself about how that dream is going to be created at the same time of taking steps forward every day. Yeah. It's like those small little actionable steps. Like you're not going to be, you know, making six figures in your own business in one day, but it's like, okay, what three steps can I do today to bring me closer to that? And like, I think that's what's forgotten a lot of times by people. So I love that. Yeah. And remembering too, that it's not so much the space that I'm sitting in now is it's like really about the quality of life. It's not about how much money you make. Cause what I've seen too, like in the coaching space, but in a lot of different industries, a lot of people make a lot of money, but their quality of life sucks. Like they're working so much. They're stressed out. They're anxious. They don't actually get to enjoy the money that they're creating. Mm -hmm. So for me, the big shift this year has been, it's not so much about the money. It's like, how do I want to experience my life? And so stepping into that piece too freaking gorgeous. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) 
Do you have any last questions? No, I'm just like blown away. I'm so appreciative that you came on our podcast and like I needed to hear so much of what you're saying. So I'm really hoping that like if anybody is listening right now and they're in like a same, like a similar situation, like you're going to be helping so many people. Oh, thank you. Thank you guys for having me too. This is so fun. I'm glad I could play with you for a little bit. Of course. (laughs) Do you have any final thoughts, notes, anything like that that you want to share, Allie? Yeah. I mean, there's a couple ways you can connect with me if you're listening and you resonate with what I'm saying. Um, I'm on Instagram at Allie.Wilkins. Um, you can check my website out, AllieWilkinsCoaching.com. And I have different freebies on there and different products that you might be interested in, um, as well as Akashic Record Readings, Energy Healings. And then my book will be out. My goal date is 1122 because um, I keep seeing that time on the clock. So I'm like, for some reason, that time keeps coming in. So November 22nd, my book will be on Amazon. It's called Sacred Wealth, Activating Your Inner Abundance. But the best place really is just to follow me on Instagram because you'll see everything I'm up to as things shift and change and I'm like always reinventing myself. (laughs) And you do some really fun Instagram stories too. Like just like, you're just like chatting about experience (laughs) stuff, which I just love that. (laughs) (laughs) I like to keep it real and mix it up. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And all of Allie's links and everything like that we'll put in the show notes so you can connect with her, reach out, ask her questions, whatever it might be, or work with her. Obviously, I cannot recommend enough to work with her, but (laughs) (laughs) thank you. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for joining us and letting us pick your brain on, you know, everything wellness, business, everything else. Um, I really appreciate your time and your energy. Thank you guys. Sending you a big virtual hug. (laughs) The biggest of hugs. Okay. Wasn't that an amazing episode? Allie's energy is just so beautiful. Yeah. And she definitely brought up points that like, I just like, I was mind blown by like things that I've never thought about. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I know I talked about a lot in the intro and in the episode, but like just her energy and like how she connects with people. Like I know at one point she almost had you like in tears and like, I just think the way she shows up in this world is just like different than a lot of other humans. Yeah. I feel like just even the way that she speaks to you, like, and it's probably just like her energy, but it's like speaking like straight to your soul. <laughs> That's like why like I got so emotional. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it was so good. I'm so glad that we're getting to share this episode with you guys. Um, as like we talked about in the actual episode, all of the Allie's links on how you can find her and work with her and everything like that will be below. So make sure to check those out. Go follow her on Instagram. She posts some really awesome stories and does a lot of like kind of like free reading almost type of things on her stories and in her feed, which is really nice. She definitely has big things coming. So go check her out. Yeah. And by the time you guys are listening to this, I think her book should be out. So if it for sure is, we'll have that link in the description box as well. So you can go buy that on Amazon. Um, I think I mentioned in the episode, but I've done her like uh, money activating course and stuff and it's Mm -hmm. really powerful. So being that her book is like on sacred wealth, this shit's about to be real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, as always, you guys can find us on Instagram at getfittywithitpod. Or you guys can email us at getfittywithitpod at gmail.com. For a second, I thought Mary was going to forget our email. (laughs) I'm glad you went first. (laughs) I was like, is it the same? (laughs) (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Remember to like, subscribe. And if you leave a comment, I mentioned it in one of our other, other episodes, but send us a screenshot and email and I'll send you my little crystal 101 guide. Exciting.
Well, have a great rest of your day. I didn't know that that was a thing, <laughs> but I'd be excited to win that. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time. Have a beautiful day. Bye.